welcome to season five of the Presently Engaged podcast. This is where you'll find short, friendly, Jesus-focused encouragement to live intentionally right where you are. I'm Mandy Pollack, and I'm really glad that you are here. This season, I'm adding something new. The first part of the podcast will have a devotional thought sourced from life as always. Then we will end the podcast with a scripture reading. I'll be reading the English Standard Version of a passage. This will give us the opportunity to center our minds on Jesus and our hearts on his word. Because lives will change as we engage with God's word. I'm cheering you on as you live purposefully right where God has placed you. Because you, friend, you're making a difference. If you were to seal up our house with duct tape, weather stripping, and caulk, it would fill up and then explode with all the anticipation within these four walls. I remember when we hosted our second annual Cousins Slumber Party. Cousins and friends jumped on the trampoline, sang along to Christmas music, exchanged presents, and watched the 1966 classic of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Then everyone bundled into sleeping bags and tried to sleep by the glow of the tree to the crackling of a digital fireplace. We're at the stage of childhood where it's really hard to think about someone else's present. Where when you look through a toy catalog, all you see are the things that you want. The Nerf gun's siren song wafts out of every page. (laughs) I hear it whispered in conversation as children share their hearts with each other. I wonder what I'm going to get for Christmas. And if I were going to be honest, which I am, I've had the same thoughts myself. We've had many, many conversations about the real meaning of Christmas, that we celebrate the greatest gift ever given, Jesus Christ, and how he gave himself to humanity to rescue us when we could not rescue ourselves. Every day we discuss the delight possible for those who give rather than receive and the joy that is a part of blessing others. This expectation, this wishing, this wanting, it's part and parcel of our season. These kids cannot not want deeply and desperately. It makes me think of the holiness of expectation, the beauty of anticipation, and the trust-filled purity of wishing and wanting. A.W. Tozer put this wishing into words when he prayed, O God, I have tasted thy goodness, and it has both satisfied me and made me thirsty for more. I am painfully conscious of my need for further grace. I am ashamed of my lack of desire. O God, the triune God, I want to want thee. I long to be filled with longing. I thirst to be made more thirsty still. Show me thy glory, I pray thee, so that I may know thee indeed. Begin in mercy a new work of love within me. Say to my soul, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Then give me grace to rise and follow thee up from this misty lowland where I have wandered so long. We've experienced Christmas before. Feasts and festivals are established, among other things, to remind us of what is true, to remind us what could be and what should be and what we already have. We already know what is wrapped up for believers, the hope laid up for us in heaven. Here is the present wrapped up under the tree for you today. 
Colossians 1, 12b through 14 tells us he has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. That's an amazing Christmas present. So ask yourself today, I wonder what I'm going to get for Christmas. Fill your day with holy expectation. Want to want Jesus. Long to be filled with longing. Thirst to be made more thirsty still. The very best present possible is wrapped in love and ready for you. Christ himself. I want to end with a slightly nerdy thought. (laughs) There are those who consistently reply to the statement, happy holidays, with a somewhat crusty rejoinder, you mean Merry Christmas. I love both phrases, however. Holiday is from the Old English, meaning holy days. So every time someone wishes me happy holidays, or I see it emblazoned on a sign or a package, I think to myself, happy holy days. These are the holy days. These days when we celebrate the word made flesh dwelling among us. These days when we dwell amongst dear ones, making the word flesh once again. Happy holy days, friends. Join me as we read Colossians 1 and Jeremiah 33, 14-17 together. This is the word of the Lord. Colossians 1.1 Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints. Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, Of this you have heard before in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you, since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. 
He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you, who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. If indeed you continue in the faith stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known. The mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. Jeremiah 33, 14-17 Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will dwell securely. And this is the name by which it will be called, the Lord is our righteousness. For thus says the Lord, David shall never lack a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel. As you make selections for your holiday giving this year, this is your super friendly reminder that The Question Habit, my latest book, looks really great in a stocking and underneath a tree. It's all about building resilient relationships with God and others one question at a time. You can find out more at thequestionhabit.com. You can also download free conversation starters for all those family get-togethers, parties, and heart-to-heart conversations you want to have this season. Once again, that's thequestionhabit.com. Because asking questions and listening well can take every relationship 